Hear that? Believe it or not, summer is just around the corner. Luckily, Armorall, America's most trusted auto appearance brand, has what your car needs to get that perfect summer shine. Plus, now through May 31st, we'll give you $5 for every 20 you spend on Armorall products. That means car wash pods, protectant, tire shine, you name it. Find out how to get your $5 rebate at armorall.com. Armorall, less work, more clean. Terms apply. It's only a kick, a jump, a block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle, a run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Alonso pushes him back. And Alonso is his Fernando! Go on, the boy. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the Pit Stop podcast it's, it's sunday it's the 19th it's and race it's bloody day. race day it's bloody race day we're sat here on the sofa as per usual like every other week pretty much but we've got the f1 on the tv it's kicking off in about 30 minutes 30 minutes until lights out and away we go we're obviously going to be taking you through the first corner live as well live action but i like giving our little chat after qualifying before the race to over to talk about everything we said well, absolutely, mate, because we made a few predictions on the last pod. Mm-hmm. They're a little bit invalidated now because as no, we saw... No, we said Oscar Piastri, driver of the day, and that he's starting eighth. Yeah. That's unbelievable. That's really good. That's really good. But Max is obviously not starting anywhere near the front. Yeah, you said Max was going to win. Yeah. Uh, do you reckon Max could actually make it all the way through the field? I don't think he could win it. I think he could honestly get a podium, You mate. said yesterday you feel like Red Bull could be doing it deliberately just to show how good he is. No, yesterday I was saying I think Red Bull feel like they have to let Checo win at least one race. <laughs> really? <laughs> yeah, oh, sorry, sorry, Max, the car's broken, so Checo's <laughs> going to take this one. Sorry, mate. Do, do you actually think 15th, he, Max could come through? I mean, if anyone can, Max and that Red Bull can. He could come through. It's, oh, it's a hard track, though. A lot of safety cars. I'm like... really ill, by the way. The people listening at home, I'm ill. I feel like Jake might be getting ill. Yeah, I swear Fabus I say this every something. week. Yeah, stop getting it's ill. ill all the time, but it's not going to... It's gonna, not going to ruin my energy levels, mate, because I'm buzzing for this race. Your prediction, Verstappen to win, Alonso second, yep. obviously he's starting second. Yep. That is unbelievable for the Aston Martin, and Lance is up there as well. So you predicted Verstappen to win, Alonso to win, Alonso second, Perez third. Yep. I predicted Perez to win, yep. Alonso second, and Verstappen third. See, I think Verstappen could take third. You reckon? I think he could from 15th, yeah. What about Oscar Piastri? Because him coming eighth is amazing. He was His first race, he only lasted 13 laps. Disaster. You know, we wanted him to do amazing. And then we watched him yesterday. Lando was unfortunate. Mate, it's the unknown, isn't it? But it's so exciting. It's the unknown. Yeah, Lining I, up I, next to Hamilton. I'd have loved to have... Yeah, that's, that's crazy. That's crazy. I'd have loved to have seen where Lando would have come if he hadn't ruined the car. But Oscar, I really don't know, mate, to be honest. However, out of all the rookies... This is a stat which got me yesterday. Was that obviously Nick De Vries has mm. not driven this track before? Yeah. Because when did they, when did they when, when was the first Jeddah race? Twenty twenty one. Twenty one. Then obviously he was in Formula E. So. There's only ever been two winners: Lewis Hamilton and Max Verstappen last right. year. Who will be the third winner? Fernando Alonso, baby. Oh my God! If Even Alonso wins today, 
it would just open up the whole championship, with, especially if Verstappen can't make it through. Because yep. if we do see safety cars, something crazy could happen here, which we must talk about F2 quickly. Mate, that's exactly what I, I wanted to we, go on to next. We must, because that was amazing. I'm really getting into it. This year is really special for us because we actually have people... Pff, I'm going to sneeze. Go on. Oh, uh... Uh... He's doing that weird face where you stare into oblivion. Yeah, it's doing the thing the when it tickles the inside <laughs> of your nostril. No, I can't do it. I can't at the minute. Yeah, might, obviously we had Ollie on the pod and we know a few F2 drivers. So when we watch it, it feels a lot more personal. And straight off the bat... Tao Porcher <laughs> is a dick. <laughs> <laughs> no, nah, I don't mean that. But fucking hell. I mean, that was a bad, bad, bad move. No, we want him on the pod to talk about it as well. For anyone who watched F2, like, it's just... There was a lot of chaos, really. I mean, it's one of those tracks where you're going to have a load of stuff happening. There was a bit of a bad move from Teo Porcher, put himself and it put Oli Berman out of the race. Yeah, it was a shame. That was in the sprint. And then in the actual race, Oli was flying. Like that Premier looks so quick. Like he's driving really well. I but think it's. It I was just. There was a few spins from a few drivers and it yeah. just didn't end up. And he ended up getting a point coming 10th. But it's, it's Alex Brundle doing the commentary, right? For, for F2. Yeah, I think with, so. With someone else. Um, he made a good point. He was like, look, you know. Ollie Behrman's like 17. The, all of these lads in F2 are quite young. I mean, they are... What, what was the term? They're juniors. They're junior, yeah. just junior race, junior drivers or whatever, what you want to call it. So this is the time when they learn. Mm. And like, I don't know if you noticed, but Teo Porcher didn't do that same move in, in the feature race that he was doing in the sprint. He so, so he's obviously learned from that. Now. Well, he did it the first time and he made the jump and he obviously thought, you know what, that he was good. Right. And I watched it and I thought, you know what, it worked, but he's going to crash. And then he went on it on the second time, didn't he? And tried to jump too. Yeah. And it was just unnecessary. So I can understand why Ollie was annoyed. And it's, it's also quite, um, quite interesting watching the F2 because the more that you watch it and you listen to the guys, you learn a lot of stuff. And I've learned a little bit about F2 cars because from what I... I mean, I'm sure you're under the same impression. We thought all F2 cars were the same. Yeah, I thought they were pretty... They can't change them anywhere near as much. So they are, yeah. I mean, so the engine and that is the same. But even down to, like, the aerodynamics, like, the the actual shape of the car, they're all the same. Mm-hmm. Yet some cars can still be faster than others. Mm. So that, apparently, after doing a bit of Googling, apparently that's all down to just, like, the setup of the car, how the team sets that car up for that specific track so it really is who's got the best garage the teams mate they must be so much i mean not much more important than f1 but they, they're still very important i find the it mad they're right. pits they're pits the fact one Shit. guy has to take the wheel off and like they're a lot slower because there's only one person per wheel but yeah. the pressure on that person to get it off get the other one line it up get the bolt on yeah and, and they're, they're but you can't the, be as in sync can you no it's like we spoke to um who did we have on we had matt matt on and he was talking about being in, working in f2 and he was saying like the pressure on the people in the pit crew is so high in f2 oh there's ruth buscombe it's so high on the ruth um, buscombe on the because tv they know they've got these kids that want to be <laughs> f1 drivers they can't mess it up for them yeah but we should i do want to give a massive shout out to prema because they look really really quick today and vesti vestigard obviously ollie's teammate he won today, which is insane. Duan came second. Deruvla third, who also looks really quick. Right, we are now on the grid. Time for our Martin Brundle grid walk. I will give a shout out to Lazenby. I think he's been incredible again. I very much enjoyed the Hamilton lie detector clip on Sky Sports. Mate, and I'm loving Nico Rosberg. Yeah, Nico Rosberg looks great. My dad keeps calling him Rico Noseberg. It's <laughs> <laughs> close. It's not bad. And what, what did he say to me on the phone earlier? He said, yeah, what about Lando in quali? And I was like, yeah. He was like, yeah, he landed. He, 
did he say? He landed it straight into the wall. Something like that. I was like, Dad. Worst dad joke I've ever heard in my life. Should we come back on the first corner? Yeah, we'll tune back in. We're about 20 minutes away, so... It's yeah. an exciting time. Do you reckon we're going to have any DNFs today? DNF Shit, two, prediction? Two more predictions, by the way. Oh. By the way, we need to give predictions. Oh, we already have. Yeah, so Max, I think he can make third. What about Leclerc, mate? Because he's taken a 10-grid penalty. Well, the Ferrari doesn't look slow. It's your the mate. Your the, mate. Your mate's on TV. Who's my mate? Will Smith. Will Smith. <laughs> Hello, Will. <laughs> Look who's my mate. It's like, it's Will Smith. Oh, let's go. Legend. I'm expecting big, big things from Russell as well. Like, Russell's starting third. Let's, that's amazing for Russell. Oh, we're that, so excited. We just Mercedes keep talking. Isn't that quick. I know, we're just shouting out to shit now. We'll be back let's on the it. first corner of the Saudi Arabian Grand Prix. I really hope Fernando Alonso pulls something out of the bag here. Because this is the start. And here we go, Jake. Uh, the, the clock has struck... 8 o'clock, 8 yes, p.m. sharp, yes. local time there in Jeddah, Saudi Arabia. The cars are leaving the grid. I didn't actually know Logan Sargent was last. He didn't set a time yesterday, so Lando's 19th, not last. Unfortunate. Very bad day for, uh, for Sargent. Logan was so unlucky because he got it deleted for 10.27 when he apparently went off the track. Do you know what bit? Did that on? still stand? Yeah, yeah. but it, it's because mm. there's that bit where it goes into the pit. And his wheels went over that pit line or touched that pit line. Oh, really? And Is that if what you it was? touch that white line coming round that straight from turn 27, you lose your lap. Jake Brundle. Yeah, well, you know, I wanted to, wanted to step Jake, up. Jake episode. fucking ask button. Me, ask, me over it. ask me something about this track. Do you want to know about the strategies? Um, well, yeah, go on then. Well, they're saying it's going to be a one-stop, which is interesting. That is very interesting. Especially after watching an F2 earlier, the tyres were getting destroyed. Obviously, a different time of the day, the temperature was different on track. <laughs> okay, yeah, <laughs> fair enough. But there'll probably be a safety car as well. Now, I'll have you know, you're giving me strategy. I actually gave some strategy advice to uh, an actual race strategist. Yes. Ruth Buscombe yeah. at Alfa Romeo. Um, last year, I made a few bold predictions, mm -hmm. and they, they came true. Yes. They came true for Alfa Romeo and Ruth. So she asked me earlier today, what lap? I just have a thing with laps. Got the crystal ball out. Yeah. I said lap 27, and I said lap... I can't remember. Let me just well, what are these laps for? What did you tell us these I, laps I, are about? The thing is, I don't know. Oh. I, I, the crystal ball... I said lap 27 and lap 45. Listen, it's a tight track. Don't charge at the beginning. Um, if you if you do charge at the beginning, it'll be a disaster. You're telling Ruth what I to said, do. I said, Ruth, yeah. Oh, I said, go God. long, go long. Search for those points go mid, mid mid race. Don't rush go it. Don't rush long. it. It's a long race, a lot of laps. Let's go. So here let's we go. See. The cars are now coming around the final corner as they line up. Mike crack on TV now as we zoom in. It's weird seeing the graphics on like Sky where there's the three team bosses and Mike crack standing there. Yeah. Like them three, you just don't normally see someone from Aston Martin there. It's um, Oh, Lonzo's back end going out there. Lonzo doing a little drift. Icy nicey. Doesn't that look beautiful, the track it at night with all the lights? It does look amazing there. And that little drone show they got going on. It looks Are so Are they LED stoked. screens in the water? That's beautiful. Wow. Beautiful, beautiful track. Never been, but I'd love to go. Oscar Piastri in eighth. I can't believe he's lining up next to Lewis Hamilton. I really hope this race goes well for him. That's special. That it's really so is special. It's so special. If he can just get good points today. Ed, there's Ed. <laughs> I love it when it goes to the garage. Where's Cal? Where's Cal? Oh, you always see Cal and Brad though. Yeah. As the cars are now lining up on the grid. Cool. Alonso looks a little bit out of his box there, doesn't he? Yeah, he looks a little bit to the right. Imagine if you got a penalty. What for do you that. reckon the rule is with the box? You just have to be in it, or can your front? Yeah, you got be... in it, and someone someone got a penalty for that last time. So your nose cone. Co 
Yeah, he's out of the box, mate. He does look out of the box, no? He could get... Yeah, everyone else Alonso, is right next Alonso to the Alonso line could get a penalty right. for that. Yeah, he might. That's really interesting. As the safety car Grand lines up now. Back, ladies and gentlemen, the Saudi Arabian Grand Prix. <sighs> going to hand it over to Crofty. Come on, Oscar. Here we go. We're going to take you through the... Oh. Checo comes over. Matt. Heavy to block Alonso. Oh. Alonso pushes him back. And Alonso oh, is in Fernando! Go on, the boy. That's how Fernando. it's done. That's how it's fucking done. Where's Oscar? Go on, Oscar. Go on, Oscar. He's fine. I think Oscar's stayed eighth. Oh, someone's losing some bodywork. Someone's lost something. Oh, Williams. is that the outside? <laughs> Fernando's pulling away. Oh, ladies and gentlemen, we will be Oscar? back after is the that race. Oscar, is that Oscar Go Piastri on, Oscar. in front of Esteban Ocon? He's getting two places. Oh, no, no, no. Yes. Oscar's still behind Hammer and he's eighth. Okay. We'll be back after the race with our full <laughs> race review. Wow. Alonso! <laughs> Alonso has been noted for... A full starting position. Just coming back in here just to let you all know. Yeah, we said that. We said that. Yeah, we said it. We just said it. So we were right. Bits not podcast were right about something. We, we were right. And there we have it. The Saudi Arabian Grand Prix is over. Perez has held on and he has won. Verstappen has come from 15th and he finished second. Fernando Alonso finished third, but he had a time penalty. That is a disaster. That's not good, mate. That's really not fucking good. I mean, for a start, round of applause to Sergio Perez because the yeah, car is. let's give that credit where credit is due. Amazing drive. Yeah, the safety cars brought it all back together numerous times, and he showed that he was the quickest in that Red Bull today. We will take it back to our predictions later on in the pod, but let's just focus on the here and now, which is Sergio Perez won. Max drove into the pit lane at the end when he was meant to drive straight onto the grid. <laughs> What did he do? <laughs> Max drove into the pit lane, but the top three cars line up on the grid, don't they? Oh, what? And he didn't didn't line up? <laughs> I didn't even see that. Nah. Well, if they're giving penalties out for everything... Yeah, then where's that penalty? Yeah, let's talk about the penalty straight away, because we noticed it. We did notice when it lined up, we said at the beginning of the pod, the it. car looked like it was off. We got guys, something right. Guys, we said Can it. You believe we said it? it. I mean, I can't believe it. We was right. <laughs> And then it comes on the radio, he gets a five-second penalty, which we knew, we were looking at the times, and he sat it, and he still come out fine. Even after the five-second penalty, everything kind of worked out with the safety car. It then turns out, whilst he was sitting his five-second penalty, the person on the back, the, the person at the front, sorry, or the back with the hammer, not hammer, what's it called? What's a, that? Jack. The jack. a jack. The jack. <laughs> That's the word I was looking after. Touched the car. Ten-second time penalty for that. I believe it was only the last pod episode where I was saying, you know, it was. Aston Martin team, so streamlined. You know, they won't make a mistake. Everyone in there is, is, and is on it. It's also on Fernando Alonso's car. And we spoke yeah. to Fernando Alonso's number one mechanic. Yeah. Luckily, so. Mikey doesn't do the jack. So we can't blame Mikey directly. But, no, but we who's going to be in trouble? You little cronies who look up to Mikey. You're the ones who are the naughty ones. It's interesting. I was listening, though, to the way they do it. Their teams time it themselves. And then someone on the team has to say, right, that's five seconds. Do you know what I mean? So as soon as that car comes in, someone has to go bang on like a stopwatch, I guess. And then as soon as it's five seconds, they're like, yeah. So they have okay. to get it spot on and they're not doing anything until they hear someone say, yeah. So well, it's a physical yep. Well, yeah, it, it's, it's not timed by the FIA or anything like that. The teams have to do it themselves. 
and then it's reviewed after, I'm pretty sure. Because I saw something from Matt, Matt P1. Matty P1. Oh, Matt Gallagher from P1. And he made a good point. Like, that incident happened in the middle of the race. So it's quite tough to tell him at the end of the race that he's lost 10 seconds. Yeah. Because you haven't given him any opportunity to try and make up 10 seconds. Well, if you heard the radio, they said, um, they said it could be another five-second penalty. So Aston Martin were, were hoping it was going to be a five-second penalty. That's why Alonso had to push at the end to be five seconds ahead. But because Esteban Ocon got the 10-second penalty mm. last race, yes, yes. that meant that they couldn't, they couldn't change the rules for Fernando mm. Alonso. They had to do it. It's gutting. It is gutting because that would have been Alonso's 100th podium. I saw a load of posts on Instagram celebrating him for his 100th podium that have yeah. surely been deleted. Aston <laughs> Martin haven't deleted theirs. <laughs> they not? I don't think so. They're probably, so. Maybe they're still arguing it, but it's, it's definitely going to stand. And also, George Russell. <clears throat> I think it's worth congratulating George Russell as well because that Mercedes is also very bad compared to the rest of the field. Yeah. And he has stepped into that Mercedes last year and been consistent. And now he's got a podium in the second race. He's against Hamilton in the same car. He's a very good driver. Hamilton did a post-race interview. Did he? And he said that, that it was 50-50, same car, but two different setups. Which, which do you want? He went for one. George went for the other. What, today? And that was literally it. And he even made, he even made a dig like, you know, it's normally 50-50. George is normally wrong. I'm normally right. This time, <laughs> he was right and I was wrong. <laughs> and I thought, I thought... Lewis, you're a seven-time world champion, okay? You don't need to just drop that little nugget in there. Yeah, right? You don't need to do that. We all think you're amazing, okay? Don't worry about it. I saw Toto talking to Rosberg as well, and that was cool because they have a different dynamic because they're like friends, mm. clearly, because they they worked together for years. And um, Toto was saying how they're going to bring some major developments pretty soon, but I think they're going to stick with a lot of the things they've done because it looks like they're, they're changing their bodywork and they're changing the under of the car. Mm-hmm. But they're not going to be able to change everything too dramatically because I go over the cost cap. So that Mercedes is probably going to continue to look different to the rest of the grid. Exactly. I mean, he said we're not, we're not at a crossroads where it's like, you know, one car or another. We've gone down one road to design this car. So it's about making this version of the car the best it can be. Mm. It's you can't not, just send me switch, I guess. No, I, guess, I don't know. I actually don't know. But I guess not. It'd be too much work, wouldn't it? Mm. What so. are your notes on Ferrari? Ferrari had an interesting race. Didn't have nothing too much on Ferrari. I like the way they started. I don't really know where they were. Well, they honest. started Charles and Softs, didn't they? And then halfway through, Charles became, came behind signs and wanted to go <coughs> round him. It looked like they made a good decision, pitting the two lads. Was it late? Yeah, they left the Ferrari boys out two laps later once Stroll had pitted. Well, they called signs in, didn't they? And then which, he didn't go in. Yeah, it was, it was a dummy, which gave him like, extra time. And then so they came out quite far ahead of the pack um, in front of Stroll. But then there was a safety bah! car. So all of that work undone. Yeah, the safety cars did undo the work today. But that's where I think credit where credit is due. Red Bull are doing an amazing job. They're mm. very quick. I mean, it's very easy for us to sit on this podcast and say we don't want the same thing to happen every week. But when you've got teams like Mercedes, Ferrari, you know, Aston Martin, yeah. all under the same budget cap and Red Bull are still, you know, that much quicker. Yeah. Credit where credit is due, they're doing incredible work in the factory, in the garages. And it's funny to see Max's face after coming second. I know. Just didn't look very happy, did he? No. Well, he wasn't happy, was he? About he stole the, the fastest lap at the end. Him and Perez good. both weren't happy on the last few laps about that fastest lap thing. Because yeah. Perez wanted to know the gap and whether he should push. Mm. And they wouldn't tell Max what the fastest lap was. So he went and did it anyway. That takes balls. 
You're second. You've done 50 laps of a Grand Prix. And on that last lap, on your blown out tires, you're going to go out there and set a fastest lap. Yeah, he's like, I'll try it. Why not? And then he got it. That's, so, bu- that's yeah, ballsy. Another good weekend for Red Bull. Aston Martin, they, Aston Martin are due a good, a good weekend, I think. I mean, mm. we, it's easy to forget about Stroll. Because of what Alonso did today. <laughs> but, um, I mean, obviously, Stroll dropping out was shite. So, it wasn't the best weekend. Not a bad weekend for Mikey. No. Um, as, yeah, as uh, as Checo was, like, getting out of his car, Mikey was, like, the first person to greet him. You really? Because he was kind of, yeah, like, one of the friends, first. friends, aren't they? So, he gave him a massive hug. And I thought, well, that's decent. Yeah. He's happy for Checo. Look. And also, Alonso did what he did. Aston Martin will be happy with Alonso's points, but they were just, it's just a shame as a team they didn't get anything for Lance, isn't it? Because Lance would have been quick. As we saw when the teams, if you looked at it today, it was very much like Red Bulls, Mercedes, Ferraris. Everyone was together, weren't they? Yes. So you know that Lance probably would have been in the top five yeah. if he had have stayed in the race. He was, yeah, he was for a while. So that's a massive drop of points. We I also just... spoke at the beginning of the pod about Oscar Piastri. Now... Uh, that didn't go to plan, driver did it? Of the day. <coughs> Who was your driver of the day in the end? Uh. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Um, Probably Perez. Yeah. Probably Perez or, or probably Verstappen. Yeah. Probably Verstappen. To be fair. Yeah, I give driver of the day to Verstappen. I think that's a pretty mean feat on a what is a so-called street circuit to come from 15. However, it was nice to see the McLaren lads at the back. Look, they haven't got a car this year so far. They have got like a tractor. The car is a, is a load of shit. They okay. had DRS. Who were they behind with DRS? They Logan had DRS Sergeant. open behind a Williams. Logan Sergeant. And they, they couldn't, couldn't get him. past it. However, at the end, Oscar took Lando. Yeah. Big statement. And then Oscar took Sergeant. Well, I think Oscar took Lando because Lando was on mediums that were running out, but Oscar was on hards. Yeah. So they just let him through. So he took him. But he didn't really let him through. They were, they were, they were scrapping, mate. They were scrapping. He, re- he let him through eventually, but they were scrapping. Yeah, yeah, and then he, he took Sergeant. To so, so, yeah, it was... They were, I don't know. But that was a shame for Oscar because he had to pit. He lost his nose, a bit of the nose cone early on, straight up, right at the beginning. Mm. Literally just as we were doing our commentary in that, in that, when you said something went flying, I think that was the bit of Oscar's nose cone. I think it and was. And we didn't yeah. even notice. So that was a big shame. Yeah, big, big, what big, else big is in Fab's shame. notebook? Do you know what? Nothing more really from the race, but I had a few uh, bits and bobs. I wrote down a couple of days back when I was just sat here on the sofa feeling a bit delirious. I think I was a bit hungover. And you and me were just chatting, chatting random stuff. We just come up with, a f- we, we crafted a few stories of like what could happen in F1. And I wrote them down here and I just left them here. So I feel like we should, we should just talk oh, about what that. are the three stories? Well, the first story is that I just heard Crofty talking about this on, uh, during the F2 
call it, I think. He said, um, there's a stat where whoever has won, whoever wins the first race of the season, so Bahrain, they always come second in the championship. Mm-hmm. I haven't researched it. I don't know no, how, that is true. how often that's that happened. But how often has that happened? Because I think it's happened like a considerable amount of times. Yeah, no, I've definitely heard that. But it's just so hard to even imagine that with the Red Bulls. Mm. It's so hard to imagine that. Well, didn't Charles Leclerc win the first race last year at Bahrain? Yeah. Did he come second or third? He he won the first race. Yeah. Because both Red Bulls DNF'd. Yeah. And then he comes second in the drivers. Yeah. I am not I don't know whether I'm much of a stat man when it comes down to stuff like that. I don't know whether I really believe in yeah. it's all bliss all black magic. What's the, it's like mythic. Is it mythical? What would be the word for something like that? Um Mithril. Mystic. Mithril. Yeah, Mithril. It's, it's mithril. a Mithril crime. It's Mithril chain body. No, don't get me wrong. I, w- I think everyone wants the same thing. We'd love to see someone else win. What about if Perez does it? Well, so so here's the thing, right? This is the second thing that I've got written down. Logan. Logan Sargent to Red Bull. Okay. Where? How? It's happening. Why? Because, right, think about this whole collab. Think about the whole Red Bull collab with Ford. Ford, yeah. So Ford... America, USA, all that shit. Um, Red Bull are going to dash Checo. They're going to dash... You, you can't say that after probably Checo's best race ever. You're going to come on here and say Red Bull are going to dash Checo that week. You can't Red do Bull, that. Red Bull gave that race to Checo. What? They, they tampered with Max's car in quality so Checo could win the race. And then so he gets the race early on. Checo's happy, and then for the rest of the season, Max is going to dominate. So the way I see this going, Red Bull dash Checo yeah. after, like, whenever the contract <laughs> finishes. <laughs> End of the show. Logan Sargent, straight beeline to Red Bull. Daniel Ricciardo's like, what the fuck's going on? What the hell is <laughs> yeah, going Danny on Danny Rick ain't going to be happy about that, He would he? not be happy. He's like, i got to drive a fucking VB12 down Milton Keynes High Street with bloody David Coulthard. Get me on track. Oh, no, Logan Sargent's taking my seat. <laughs> And how, why, how sure are you this is happening? Where, where it, have you seen this? I, ha- I have it in my dreams. I haven't <laughs> crystal balled it, but it's been in my dreams. So you've kind of just thought this yourself and then come on the pod and said it's happening or have you read this from a credible source? I'm not. I'm, oh, you I'm, are. I'm, I'm you, telling you. You are the credible source. I'm the credible source, source mate. <laughs> I, I came up with it because when you, when you read stuff online, oh how is that really God. a credible source? Because how do you know if that person's credible? What, because they wrote it online? And everything is well, changed I've just, it, I've just said it on a pod. Look, I see what you're saying. Ford is an American brand, would probably love to have an American driver, but Ford would rather have a driver that could win every week. Logan Sargent was actually doing like very well, pretty good today. Very well, he was. The Williams has pace. Shame about Albon. He had his elbows out. Um, yeah, he was. He was really going for it. Yeah, I feel like he's got really stuck in to to the grid, which is great. Mm. And I feel like Oscar has as well. He's just it's not gone his way. Nah, and it's really sad to watch. Um, Oscar clearly has the credential. Yeah, it, yeah there's I mean. no doubt about that. Him and Lando are both so quick, but that McLaren is so bad. Yeah. It's actually it's actually so bad. London bus. <laughs> it really is horrendous. Look and at my t-shirt. Yeah, I'm, I'm wearing a Michael <laughs> Schumacher t-shirt today. Crazy T's hit me up with a sick with a sick Michael Schumacher Felipe t-shirt. Felipe Dragovic wants one as well, doesn't he? He does. He wants a center one. So Greasy T's. <laughs> I got <a> Twitch. <laughs> Greasy T's hook him up. Um, right, final story that I have for you oh, out you of the three. Story. This is the last one. And then I'll take you through the grid and the constructors. Fuck yeah, I can't wait. Yeah, God, I can't wait either. Get this right. So, you know, there's a lot of people that want to get into F1. There's only 20 seats. 
F1's kind of started to blow up more in the Middle East. America's coming back, trying to bring more races through. America's got three races, you know. Could Is there room for a fourth, potentially? If there is four races, why don't F1 start a USA league? A, a, a F1 USA league. It's all American and like Mexican drivers only. There's like 10 races a year. It's just a completely different set of drivers. F1 USA. Money! <laughs> right, right, okay. <laughs> First of all, I would like to ask again where have you had this or where have you got this from? But you again! It's me, obviously, yeah. It all these come to me in so my you, dreams. So you've just made up some ridiculous... Right, okay. How is it ridiculous? What you're saying there is actually what I think they should do with boxing. Because that's why it's hard to follow boxing. Well, there is. I don't American, think there's like, like, belts. There's American belts. Yeah, but if boxing was in a league, it'd be easier yeah. to follow who was better than who and who was fighting who. So first inspiration straight for me was the fact that, you know, football has the Euros. Yeah. America ha has their own football league. Would you be happy if they brought back the F1 race where they go in, their t in the countries that we saw? Where, like, the German drivers go together, the Spanish drivers go together. Would that be good enough for you? When was that? It used to happen a while ago because Mick used to race with Vettel. No, all I'm saying is, is like, if this sport's going to continue to grow and if F1, yeah. if F1 want to keep making more money, which they obviously do, then, you know, they could have 10 races and just have an, a USA league. I see what you're saying. Would, would it be like, you know how they have FIA, Formula 4, Renault, like Germany and then like England? Yeah. Would it be a bit like that in America? There's enough tracks in Europe to have like a European league. You can have mm. a European league, an American league. There's so much room to build circuits over in the Middle East that like you could just build and have a whole like league over there. And then you could have like, you know, once a year, you could have a world league where, so what it, what it would be is like the Americans are competing <laughs> in their league. And once that, if, if they win the F1 USA league, okay. then they can get a seat in the global one. So, okay. I love the idea. Who are we pitching this to then? And actually, What's the plan <laughs> Stefano de Manicolo, if you're listening. Also, there's a fourth story not written down. Just, oh, just come into my come. head at the moment. <laughs> And it's something that I've actually spoke. We actually had this conversation the other day. I don't know if we had it on the pod already. No, we did. We had we spoke about it on the pod. Okay, what was it? It's just um, having like a, a a cap on how many years you could spend at a team. I think oh, did yeah. we speak about it on last pod? Yeah, I'm pretty sure you did say something about that. Yeah, I throw, don't think they should do that. I do. Throw everyone's name into a hat. Have a draw. You can have mid. You can have driver swaps in the three years. So if say you know Ricardo had one year at McLaren, he was like, "Fuck this, I'm getting out of here." He could leave if he wanted to, but he can't spend no more than three years. Mm. So Max could win the championship this year. That would have been more. No, is that three years at Red Bull? Yeah. <laughs> Shrug. <laughs> Shrug is inaudible, <laughs> so no one knows. No one knows at home if you, if you know it or not. Oh, it through, yeah. Yeah, so you know, if Max won it this year, he can't do no more years. At no, Red I don't. Know. I don't think that would work. Why not? I wouldn't want to do that. Why not? I think let someone stay at a team for as long as they want. Well, three's enough. It's so much more exciting, right? Think about how bored you and me have been watching Red, watching Max up front for the last year. Imagine someone who's watched Lewis Hamilton at Mercedes win for seven years on the truck. The only way it would ever work would be if it was randomized though, because otherwise it would be unfair, because you'd be like, well, I'm the best driver, why am I now in the worst car? Like, it would be bullshit. What do you mean? It'd have to be completely randomized for it to be fair for everyone. That's what I'm saying, bro. You put names into a hat and then teams have to pick up yeah, two names. we've been saying this for a year on the pod. This was one of our first ideas. This is what they should do. I completely agree, it would be amazing. But you've just said you don't agree and that you think it's a bad idea. No, no. It, what the it fuck would are only you work about? if it was randomized. It wouldn't work if you said you can do only spend two teams at, two years at Mercedes and then you've got to move teams you've got to go to another team 
that wouldn't work. You couldn't like say you could you've got only spend two years there and then you can't be there anymore. No, you've you've got a maximum of three years. So you can't spend more than three years at a team. I think every year should if you want to change teams in between there and then the teams agree on it, they can. But you just can't stay longer than three years. Mm. I think that's good because three championships, that's enough, bro. That is enough. You don't need seven or <laughs> that eight. That is enough. You don't need seven or eight championships, do you? Well, that, let's see because I don't think that's going to happen. It's an interesting thought. It ain't going to happen if I ain't the king. Look, a lot the, of stuff is going to change in, the in F1 Formula World. One. A lot of stuff is going to change. What the sport we see now is, is very different. Team me up. Like, imagine when we've got kids in like 20, 30 years and we're watching this with our kids and. Some if he's you, it's going to be the next couple of years, apparently. Whoa. With the way you're talking. Whoa, don't even, because I will dig you so deep on this podcast Look, right now. Is, you will have to make so many all cuts. All I'm saying is there may be a special someone that's popped into one of our lives. Whoa, <laughs> why would you say that? Right, do you remember the last one? I said Fab went to F1 Arcade. Guess who with? This yeah. is just all going to be cut. Well, what, you started <laughs> it. all going to be cut. You literally come yeah, on board. I haven't mentioned any names. Did I? Da-da-da-da. All I said was F1 Arcade. You can clap as much as you want, but leave it in. <laughs> Perez won today, Verstappen second, Russell third, Alonso fourth, Hamilton fifth. Oh, you need is love. Two Red Bull, two Ferrari yeah. drivers, sixth and seventh. Ocon and Gasly, eighth and ninth. That's good points for Alpine. Love is in the air. <laughs> Everywhere <laughs> I look around. <laughs> oh. Yeah, this is what yeah. I'm good at. I'm listening now. I'm listening. Shut up. I'm right? listening. I'm listening. If you're Oscar, how annoyed are you that Alpine's finishing eight for nine oh, in the second race? I was thinking that halfway through. Like, um, love you, Oscar, but we got to talk about it. Like, yeah. genuinely, how annoyed would you be when if your car is that bad? It's tough, right? Yeah, um, it's still a bit too early to like. Agreed. To, agreed. To, to, but I bet Otmar is like rubbing his hands together, yeah. laughing himself to sleep every night. McLaren have a package coming for Baku. What kind of... Well, we did a package last night on the game, didn't we? We had a package come through this morning. Oh, yes, we did have a package come through this morning. Some cool hoodies and stuff. We were scared, though, because like you don't usually get deliveries on a Sunday and no one usually knocks at our door. So yeah. we tiptoe over to the door and Me have and a little look through the keyhole. We're, also, we're also the two most sceptical, like, anxious guys in the world. <laughs> so Jake's just like, there's going to be an explosive in there. <laughs> I genuinely was hiding behind the sofa. R-E-D. Yeah, but you never know what you're going to be sent, right? You don't. Especially when you don't know what it is. When you're opening, like, a random box. Yeah, and who's delivering on a Sunday? Well, that's what I'm saying. That's a private delivery. Mm. That is a private delivery. A PD, they call that. Yes, a, a PD. And Magnussen came 10th, getting the final point. Which means our standings, Max Verstappen, oh, yeah, this is, good. I is ahead of Perez by a point. Because of that fastest lap. And we saw it when, we're, when they were in the cool-down room. It looked like Perez wasn't aware that Max had got the fastest lap point. They obviously hadn't relayed the info to Perez that Max is going for the fastest lap because they told Perez to Coulthard just maintain told him. it. At the end. Was that before or after the cooldown? After. No, was before, it? before, before. But then he went in the cooldown room and asked Max. He oh, said, did oh, he? did you get fastest lap? And he said, yeah, yeah, I did. Oh. So he didn't know. Awkward. Yeah, because they told Perez not to push. And I'm sure Perez would have wanted that point. That's that's awkward. So that is tough. F1 are doing this, just this garage thing where people can like see into the into the uh, the cooldown room but I don't know if I'd want to be there mate that's awkward yeah. <laughs> to, to stand there and watch those three lads just be sweating I do like that cooldown room but I wish they had proper mics on them or at least a boom in the middle of it because mm. it's hard to hear their audio DTS need to get in there don't they yeah. probably because they probably say some like sceptical shit there's like levels if you want to give them some 
some privacy as well. Like it's a very stressful weekend and when there's cameras everywhere. I saw a video of Lance like pushing away a drive survive mic on like Friday. Did he? Was, yeah, he was talking to Alonso and I thought fair play, like Yeah. F you wanna talk to your that. teammate, you know? Yeah, I wouldn't be into that myself personally. That'd really annoy me. But Alonso third, <laughs> twenty seven points, George Russell fourth, and yeah. Lewis Hamilton sixth, Carlos Sainz fifth. We've got two Red Bulls at the top and they look like they're running away with it. Mm. We go to Australia next. We do. Albert Park, all right, previously has been very unlucky track for Red Bull. I think they had a win there in 2011. Mm. I'm literally <laughs> reciting the exact they same words did. that Christian Horner said on the TV 10 minutes ago. <laughs> what did they win in 2011? I don't know. I'm just, that's, word for word, that's just what he said. Well, Nico Rosberg said that he thinks this is going to be the furthest distance out front for Red Bull for the car since like 2014 when like Mercedes or someone or like 2012 he said when Mercedes or someone was smashing it mm. which don't make any sense to me because I thought Verstappen won and I, I thought Vettel won for Red Bull in 2012 nothing really makes sense oh maybe it means anything. that Red Bull was really quick maybe Vettel's Red Bull in 2012 was so much quicker than everyone else's probably because he said there's going to be a gap like that again most likely which is because Vettel was quick when he like I said, credit where credit's due. That Red Bull is phenomenal. What what can you say? Yeah. Sonic still seems a bit sass to me, mate. <laughs> well, I can't put my pinky on it just yet, but Sonic's, Sonic smells a bit off. Well, Christian said after the race, you've got to remember, they haven't, right now, they haven't been affected by their penalty yeah. because they've already done their wind tunnel time, like the same as everyone else, and they already planned the car for the beginning of this year, at yeah. the end of last year. Yeah. But in the latter half of the year, there's more testing time and Aston Martin have like so much compared to Red Bull who have barely any yeah so Red Bull are kind of expecting to drop back as the other teams gain more so Aston Martin next year could well be, could hopefully be before the end of the year I would like it not to go a whole year like I'm this. joking about the whole Red Bull thing by the way it's Mercedes were doing it for donkey's years so now it's Red Bull's turn so if they're if they're killing it then well Aston Martin are doing it now yeah I mean they really are you can see that they're just off the pace. Yeah, just, you can. Just. But they're a lot closer than we're... I was actually chatting to, um, again, my mate Sam, because Sam Vines started actually... He's watching the F1 season. Is he actually getting into it now? This year. I like to think because of us. Yeah. Uh, he listens to the pod, and he's watching F1 now, and I like to think he's watching it. Maybe not. Maybe he wanted to watch it anyway. But we had this great conversation, and he's... Uh, so he's... Talking to him, I feel like he's talking to me 12 months ago. He basically said, you know, I don't... Why is, why is Max's car so much faster? Yeah, he's like, fair. He's like, it doesn't, it's, uh, it doesn't make sense. Like, he was texting me mid-race saying, like, he's, he's gained seven places already. Just makes it a bit unfair when one person's car is so much quicker than everyone else's. You can look at it that way. But you have to, like, take your head out of the fact that it's not just about the drivers. And F1 is just mm. about... It's like a collaborative effort. Like it's about the obviously you have the World Drivers Championship, but the teams winning is is a big part of it as well. I've realised that more when we've been speaking to like the mechanics and that, how big a part of like we say, you put these twenty drivers in a pool, obviously some of them are faster than others, but if you give any of them twenty that Red Bull, they'll probably come on the podium, to yeah. be fair. But yeah. then that makes you think, obviously you see teams like Aston Martin are smashing it this year, doing great, and so are Red Bull and Mercedes actually look like they're going to be all right. But if you take the teams out of it, who do you think are actually like the top, maybe like top five quickest drivers? If, if you put them all in a Red Bull, 
Yeah. What who would set the five quickest times? Do you think? Like, because I think Russell needs so much credit. He'd for me be straight in there. I do, I do actually think he's so much better than people think. Lewis, Max, and Alonso for sure. Definitely those three. Anyway. Lewis, Max, and Alonso. Yeah, yeah. So Lewis would be in there. Max would be in there, and Alonso would be in there. I mean, I feel like Leclerc is faster than Signs, so it'd be stupid for me to put Signs in there. I feel like the Claire is faster. Okay. By the way, I don't know if you saw that very, very awkward moment when um, they were doing the pre-race stuff and Charles and Carlos were painting each other or like drawing each other. That was amazing. Other. And um, she, and then the, the woman said to Carlos, like, uh, to Carlos. Carlos. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> she was I know like, what, um, she, what did she say? She was like, are there any other, any sports that you're better at? Than Charles and he was like, oh, every one of them, or yeah. like a boxy, or whatever paddle. the fuck he said, tennis, paddle, yeah. But then Leclerc was like, yeah, but just not racing, <laughs> and then he didn't say nothing, and I was like, oh. <laughs> you, you do say make a good point there. You couldn't put, you couldn't really put signs in if you had Leclerc, but then yeah. I've put Hamilton in, and Russell was quicker right mm. now. But then I do think if you put Hamilton and Russell in and Red Bull, Hamilton would smash him every week. It's tough. These questions need to be answered. I agree. But then something needs to happen. Well, the pit stop simulator challenge is, is a good way of figuring out who the quickest driver is because it's a shit sim. We've set it up badly. So whoever's the quickest I'm on our board. I'm not too sure about how you've arranged these <laughs> names on the board. So I've somehow stuck it, snuck it in, Fab on I'm the just looking at me thinking, I'm bottom. Yeah, but you're quicker than me. It doesn't make much sense, does it? It doesn't make much sense, mate. Time penalty, it must be. It must have been a blue flag. Let's finish let your you five. Through. I want to finish your five. Fernando Alonso, Verstappen, Hamilton. Okay, I'm going to do the same three because I think they've got to be there. Leclerc and... You're going to put Leclerc in? Yeah. I suppose he probably should be there. I guess it's probably Leclerc and Russell then. Probably Leclerc and Russell, mate. But then am I only picking those guys because they're from the fast teams who have been at the front of the grid? Probably. Naturally, I'm probably just thinking they're well, that's, well, the best. Well, the one for me that gets in there without being that is Russell. Like, Russell was done so well in a, such a bad car. But then, like, but then c completely forget about Valtteri Bottas, who did so well at Mercedes. Didn't obviously get the, the, the championship ever, but, like, solid driver. And then Lando. Like, how quick actually is Lando in a car? I actually don't know, to be honest. Well, we don't know because we haven't seen him. The only years we've watched, they've given him a tractor. Like, we, we haven't seen him be, be able to do anything yeah. yet. But then Pierre Gasly was given the opportunity to drive for Red Bull earlier on in his career. So mm. if he had that trust ensued in him then, then if he was to get in now, surely he's a better driver now. Maybe he's a quick driver. Mm. Who knows? It's, it's the unknown, isn't it? It's like if Patrick Vieira played for Wolves, would he have scored a goal in a second half? Well, That's, who knows? You know I mean? <laughs> who knows? Who yeah. knows? I love it when you football reference because Aaron just makes perfect sense. Yeah, chicken pie and a friggin' beer. Yeah. That's what I like. And a football on a TV and a chicken pie and a pint. Yeah. You're probably listening to this on a Monday. What are you guys up to this week? This isn't MSN, mate. <laughs> you just leave a dead cat, nothing this happens. Isn't, this, this isn't chat roulette. Well, what are we doing this week? <laughs> chat roulette. This week, um, <laughs> we're going to try and uh, 
dig ourselves out of this awful hole that we've got ourselves in. Oh yeah, oh, <laughs> we're, yeah. In, we're in a bit of a sticky situation. That, we might have, we might talk about it at some point, but yeah. yeah, we're in a bit of a um in a bit of a hole. But <laughs> anyway, it could have been. Let's just put it this way: it very nearly could have been the end of pit stop. Mm. Okay. Not the end of Jake and Fab, but it could have been the end of pit stop. Okay, yeah, <laughs> but it's not happening. I love the way we laugh and joke about this. It. Actually, really serious. There'll yeah, be and people we're listening to this. And we're, gonna be like, and we're still in the thick of it. We still got. We're still on the boat. We still got water pouring in, but we're gonna weather the storm and get through. <laughs> Just patching side. up the holes with duct tape at the moment and seeing what we could do, but yeah, <laughs> hopefully we, we can indeed. make it through this this storm. But this year, I think is going to be a good year. What am I talking about? I'm talking about this week. It's going to be a good week. I yeah. think we haven't got a race. We got a break, little break now. We got a week off. We got a week off, and then it's uh, Australia. So yeah, it's going to be a big one. Well, maybe we can come back on Thursday with like a fun quiz or something. Then we'll have a nice episode dropping on Sunday. And yeah. then we'll have our race predictions I'll on you Thursday what, let's before. Do a, let's do a fat quiz on Thursday. Yeah? Yeah, huge one. Everyone can get ready then. They can know when they turn that Thursday episode on. They've got to be prepared. Yeah, prepped and, and up to snuff. Or if you're going on like a long road trip with a friend or a boyfriend or girlfriend or your family. Or on your own. You can, or on your own. You can prep. Yeah. And that would be a great quiz. It would be really good, What guys. should we do the quiz about? Um... <laughs> I don't want to. I don't want to. I, okay. don't, I don't want them to get. I don't only yeah. because I don't know. But I don't sure. also don't want the people at home to have okay. any idea. I want them to be fresh. Okay. They have got to think on their feet. Well, there we go. Hope everyone has a wonderful week. The Grand Prix is over. The Red Bulls have once again showed how quick they are. Fernando Alonso has been taken of his podium by something very strange, which is a shame because it would have been his hundredth podium. Bit but sure. no doubt, it'll Fernando come. Alonso, it will come. It will come this year. Do you think they could get one-two this year? I can't wait to see a, a one-two for Aston Martin. Anything is possible. Mm. Anything is possible. Especially if we're to both Red Bulls DNF. Yeah. I reckon Yuki Sonoda to Red Bull. <laughs> you just said Logan. But that's the excitement of the Pit Stop podcast. You just never Anything know. could happen. happen. It really can. Thank you very much for listening to the Pit Stop Podcast. Please rate it five stars. Um, follow it. Click the like button. It's all good stuff. Yeah. See you guys on Thursday for a massive quiz. See you on Thursday. Yeah. It's going to be a good one. Bye. Mark Webber. Bye, Mark. Mark, have you got any shifters? <laughs>